Welcome, 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 <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to our Florida Gators. You have just uh, gotten to listen to what happens when Zlat does the intro. Toph is not here right now. He will be in, in a little bit, and I am here beautiful. with Hammersuit. It's beautiful. Thank you. That's, Thank what you. They, that's what they pay for. I spent all day trying to think of how I was going to do that, and that's what I came up with. And by all day, I mean the last four to eight seconds. So, ready to get started? Yeah. We just uh, got through the beginning of the early signing period. It's early signing day, but technically goes through Friday. Uh, today is Thursday, so we're kind of in the middle of it, but uh, in the middle of it time-wise, we're at the end of it for its actual purposes. Um, and our class is pretty much finished. We have a couple more spots to fill, but we're almost done. So we're, we're going to open this episode just getting into our thoughts in the class, um, some positions, some players, just a few things like that. So I will let Hammer start it off. What do you? What are your thoughts? Um, I think it's a solid class. That's, uh, that's what we, uh, we're we probably going to be used to now with Dan Mullen is that um, signing day is going to be, oh, yeah. That's uh, we got all the guys that committed to us signed. Um, I don't think we're ever really going to have anything super surprising. I know last year, Princely Human uh, Emilian um, signing with us was surprising. That was that kind of came out of nowhere, but that's probably the exception rather than the rule for a, probably a damn one class going forward. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like a lot of the players we got. We got we're, we're kind of top heavy in positions we needed to be top heavy in, and uh, we also have some underrated guys that I think. Um, you know, if there was camps this year, would probably be ranked a lot higher than they currently are. Yeah, yeah, I, I like the class in that I, uh, I'm really happy with a lot of the players we got. The the issue is the same one that we've had for the past three or four years under Mullen. It's that uh, it's just missing that top talent. You know, we're we're trying to to land just a few more of these guys that are sort at the top of our board rather than the guys that are maybe an eight out of ten on our board, so to speak. Um, and yeah, uh, Princely, Princely was out of nowhere a little bit, but he at least was being recruited. So I, I would say that the best comparison I could have to him would be Tristan Lee. So getting a yeah. guy like him would be sort of like, okay, well, that's the big dude we land at the end that nobody thought we'd get. And yeah. I that'd still, be, and that'd be a nice yeah. addition to our class. If we could get someone like him, <laughs> nice is an understatement, but yes, yeah. completely agree. Well, I mean, Cause it just shows to the Mullen can, can like, if, if, even if he's not going to be this all-world elite recruiter that we want him to be, he's at least showing that he can bring in more than one top guy. I mean, keep in mind, I think Scooby Williams has the talent, and if I don't know if he will be, but he could be a five-star at the end of the rankings once this is all said and done. I don't know. But he has the talent to be one, which I said last year the same thing with Wingo. But it's nice to get a five star and two five stars in a row when with Mikael Wayne we had one in his entire time and that was a guy he was pretty much handed in Ivy, so um, I don't know. It's a nice, yeah. nice. It's uh, getting Lee though. I think would show that Dan Mullen can he can attract more than just one of the of the top you know thirty two players in the country. Well, Lee also gives us um, how do I put this? It you have a bare minimum you'd like to hit, and um, I think that the offensive line has uh it, it's filling out nicely on the floor but it's one of the only positions that we haven't really been hitting ceiling players at all so getting right. lee and uh i can't say his last name but yusuf as uh oh, as potential bookend Bobby. guys yeah as potential bookends to pair with a guy like josh Braun from last year and then fill in with you know the the have guys as he uh, builds them up each year and you know gets them in starting third fourth fifth year i think that's a really good line i clicked on yusuf's photo and he looks like he'd be a bad guy in one of the taken movies he's intense he could definitely he could be a bad guy in um die hard <laughs> one of those like uh, eastern european guys that liam neeson beats up you know where's just, my daughter g- generic bad guy i mean he's a big dude he's yeah. uh, he's got a nice scowl going on he's got the big hair so yeah he could he could for sure fit the the picture there. No, I think he, um, he like, he's yeah. he's going to be a solid guy. I don't know if he's more of a interior dude, but I think he's definitely going to be someone that can definitely uh, at least be in the rotation. Hopefully next season, you know, if we got someone like Lee too, they could both kind of be involved. So while we're getting on the offensive line, uh, the breaking news is that we just offered a guy named Austin Barber. He's a kid out of Jacksonville, a little bit, a little bit lower ranked, but he's been kind of rising the rankings this year. He's had really good, a senior film and teams have become interested. Um, one of those late interest guys. We, uh, it looks like Javante Gardner, a commit of ours who we thought might be able to get in 
ended up signing with Jackson State. So this sounds like Barber is the Gardner replacement. Uh, yes. I think that uh, Adrian, Adrian Strickland is another commit that did not sign. And I'm very thankful he, about that. Yeah, he's a guy that a lot of guys were wondering about. So the offensive line right now we have Yusuf. I'm not going to say his last name. We'll just y'all y'all can go look it up if you need to. And um, we have it looks like we're going to land Austin Barber, and then Jake Slaughter. He's a center that Hevesy likes. I know Hammer had some thoughts on that, but um, yeah, adding adding a guy like Tristan Lee would really round this out nicely in a, in a way that I would I would love, and then maybe maybe a portal guy if we need. Yeah, I'm looking at the portal right now. I don't really see anyone yet that's entered. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. But there will be a lot of people that I think will be very uh, intriguing. Doug Nestor, though, from um, Virginia Tech. He was starting as a, as yeah. a true freshman. I uh, I wouldn't mind him, but it looks like he's probably going to be to West Virginia. That's what I'm seeing right now. So anyways, uh, yeah. So I, I know, Hammer, you were saying that you weren't a huge fan of Slaughter's film. And I haven't watched much of him, and I know a lot of people have said similar. I guess my one thing here, uh, if you're going to trust Hev or not, that's that's one thing. But you cannot argue his results at the center position. He's put out, I think, three All-SEC centers at Mississippi State, maybe four. So that's one position he seems to really rock out. Um, so if, if well, he wants Slaughter at center, I like it. And Slaughter is very limited athletically outside and he does play left tackle for his high school team. So it probably doesn't do him any favors, but like if he's exclusively going to be a guy, they're going to probably rock in the interior. Then he'll probably be fine because he, he's not the most athletic type, but he's definitely got a lot of good technique and he's probably pretty smart. You know, if they want him because centers usually have to be the smartest guy on the line for the most part. Right. And it looks like he has a lot of offers from some bigger schools. So, you know, I don't know. But I agree with you. Like Hevesy uh, might not be good at, at developing tackles, but he knows how to do the interior of the line pretty well. Yeah, like G- Gabe Jackson's one of them. Um, I can't remember the rest of them off the top of my head, to be honest. But they're 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 good. Uh, Dylan Day is another who was ranked really low, and he ended up being an awesome player overall. Not an awesome human being. He kind of stomped people, I think, if I remember correctly. <laughs> but, but he was a good college player, and that's yeah. what you want. Um, so moving on from offensive line, any other players that stand out? Maybe some guys you like. On our offensive line or in the no, class? No, no, no. Mo- mo- moving on from oh. offensive. So anywhere in the class. In the you, class? I'll um, let you take, yeah, I'll let you take the reins here. I'm a huge fan of Marcus Burke. I think yeah. he's going to be a stud. Um, he's probably my favorite wide receiver we've, we've brought in since Mullen's been here in terms of just not transfer guys, but in terms of just a high school player that can come in. I like him more than Xavier Henderson. I've been beating that Burke drum for a long time now, and he's finally getting the rankings love. He's he's finally rising up. They had him low for so long. I don't know why. Maybe yeah, the he's, injury. He's good. Um, yeah. Um, I like Justice Boone. I think he's got the frame that he could build up inside if we needed him to. So he could be a candidate for a defensive tackle. You know, I like mm-hmm. a smaller size defensive tackle down the road. Um, Jordan Young is an underrated corner that I think might maybe you might need a couple years to really to kind of figure out the speed of the game and everything, but I think he's got a lot of potential. Um, and then obviously everyone's heard us talking about like Jalen Kitna. I think uh, our two quarterbacks are bringing this class. Jalen Kitna and Carlos Del Rio Wilson are extremely talented. They're talented to the point where I feel like AR is going to get passed up by one of them. I can't, um, I cannot admit that. <laughs> I can't say that. We haven't seen it. We haven't seen anything from AR. We've seen like two plays from him. I understand. I'm just saying that like every now and then there's always going to be that guy that comes in and you get, and people have to understand this too. When Mullen's going to bring in at minimum one quarterback, every class. And typically it's probably going to be a blue chip quarterback every class. Right. Um, I don't ever see him going for the like Brock Vandergrift guys as his main target because those guys are expecting to start right away. And Mullen doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who wants to start a true freshman at quarterback. Right. Um, but he's going to bring in a blue chip guy that he can develop. And, and there's always going to be someone down in this, in this line of quarterbacks that's going to get passed up. Right. Uh, I'll, uh, yeah. Go on. That's kind of how, I mean, like, and I'm not saying anything negative about Anthony Richardson. I just feel like Carlos Del Rio and Jalen Kitna are both. What's the word I'm looking for? ready to play now more so than AR is. And that could be why. 
I have two thoughts on this. Um, you had mentioned Mullen's not going to go for guys ready to play, and I partially agree with that. I think I think that is more of a result of the way he recruits than anything, though. I don't I don't think quarterbacks that are like ready to start right away want to come play for Mullen necessarily. I think that's kind of the bigger issue. Um, so he ends up getting guys who are more willing to take the time, learn, and you know figure out the the way that Mullen likes to coach quarterbacks. The other thing that I really love about these two quarterbacks, because I, I think, uh, I think the staff's more excited about Kidna. Obviously Del Rio Wilson looks just like a stud athlete and thrower all around. He's way higher ranked overall. Um, but he's a guy, both of these guys are early enrollees. So they're expected to come in in January. So that's going to be huge, especially because we're only going to have two guys in the QB room until right. they get there. And hopefully we have a spring. Like, yeah, like, we'll, we'll figure it out. You know, yeah. Yeah. Which I think, which I think, also like I'm thinking back in hindsight, I'm really impressed with some of our freshmen that have played from the 2020 class because they didn't really have a spring to really get into things. You know, like that's that's a lot of times where they get a lot of the early enrollees, especially get a lot of like almost like a head start on a lot of people. Yeah, they um, they definitely got boned over a little bit. So, and then um, who who do you like? Who do you really like that I didn't mention out of those those people? And as a side note, uh, this is way too late to be mentioning this. I'm not, I'm not a good uh, host leader, but. Um, we, we won't be covering recruiting the entire time. We're just trying to wait for Tofuri to get here to tell us who we actually picked last time. Obviously yeah. we can't, we can't write it down because I don't think either of us are smart enough to read our own writing. Um, I know I'm not, I can't speak for hammer for sure, but yes, uh, guys that I like, I mean, obviously the two highly ranked guys, uh, Jeremiah, Jeremiah Williams and Jason Marshall, both great. I'm not going to get into like super highly ranked guys, Tyreek Sapp, another great player. Uh, let's go into favorites. Yeah, you you took one of mine, Burke. I think he's been underrated all year. Uh, he is one of the top wide receivers in Florida, hands down, and we needed to get one. I really wanted to. Uh, it's a little disappointing that Alabama came in and took three. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, with, with their results, it's hard to really, you know, I mean, you can't blame a kid for wanting to go to Bama, and, and, period. Yeah, uh, Especially a receiver. So it's just, it is what it is. Uh, let's see. I'm going down looking through our list. I like, I mean, and I, and I was, t- I was telling you this before we had started. I really, I like almost everybody that we took, like they're all really like they're solid takes for the most part, but I mean, I want to get more top end talent overall. Let's see. So I think that Desmond Watson has been another guy I've been beating the drum over a ton, uh, ranked, 369th in the country by the composite, which is insane to me because I think that he's more <laughs> close his, to a top 50 his, player. If you watch yeah. his film, he's he's unstoppable. Like, he looks like a top 50 player on film. He's looked like that in camps. I really can't understand it. He's playing at a big-time program against good competition. So it it's makes probably, zero sense to me. It's probably because he had – I mean, and I don't know if he's fixed it or not, but it probably is a combination of his bad weight and the yeah. fact that – you know, he, I know, that, I know that. Whoop! Sorry about that. We're gonna. I know Toast's gonna cut this later. I'm gonna put him to work. Shut the fuck up. Okay, there we go. Um, <laughs> you know, you know, two two four seven starts having these like automatic playing videos. I'm about to start. Yeah. I'm about to stop using this shit. Adblock I'll, plus Adblock plus stops from playing immediately. I'll um, use uh I'll use Rivals or some shit. Like I think I, I think it's his bad weight and the fact that he doesn't really have anything other than just pure strength. And shit, can't teach that. that. Will, but yeah, but that will only get you so far, though. And the got first. So, like, he's yeah, got strength he's, Amber. He's gonna he's gonna need a lot of refinement on his technique. He's gonna learn need to learn how to be a little bit more of a finesse player sometimes too, um, which is gonna help when he's able to shed some weight. Because like twenty four seven has him listed as six five three eighty, but all reports I'm hearing right now is he's probably in the four hundreds in terms Fine of weight. Me. And Fine by me, turn that all the muscle. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna have to, they're gonna have to bring him down to like three fifty, um, and that's gonna take yeah. a minute. That's gonna take a minute. You got to lose fifty pounds in a couple months. Not not. I, whole, I know not there was there was a two four seven thread where they had some dude from Clemson. I think his name is Peyton Page. You can go look it up. I can't remember the exact stats, but basically the dude was the same issue. He had like the same size, the same weight issues, and he was like a top one hundred dude. And everyone was just bitching like as soon as Clemson offered, he gets that bump. We we go for Desmond Watson though, and he doesn't get a bump at all. I'm not going to spend. I'm not going to waste time arguing ratings or anything. I just think Desmond Watson very underrated. If you look at our, if you look at our commits and see, oh, he's like borderline three, like a high three star, not quite a four star. Take take that with a grain of salt. With him, he's a he's a dude. 
the guy right behind him, Nick Elkness, is another dude. Uh, both of those guys ranked in that high 300 range. I think Watson's more like a top 50 player. I think Elksness is like a top 100 player, maybe top 150. But that guy is, um, if it wasn't for Marcus Burke, he'd be the best receiver in Jacksonville. And um, he's a tight end. He looks like the the guy that could potentially take over and do what Pitts has done. We have three Tofuri. No, just two in here. We had we had three earlier, but Hammer changed his name. Tofuri, welcome. You want to hear some fun, though? What's up? We have seven players ranked higher than Florida State's highest ranked player. What would you say Florida State's highest ranked player is? Or I guess what is Florida State's highest ranked player? His name is Hunter Washington. Is a cornerback. So surely he's a top 247 player. Top 247? No, nah, he's 250. Wow. So they don't have a single player in the top 250? No. You know, I, I would say that's pretty bad. What do you I think? think? I think it's pretty bad, too. Yeah, um, this is this is. Uh, oh, hey, they got they, they got Mackenzie Glassney's Milton guys, so their season saved. Mike Norvell bump class, and this is what he does. This is amazing. I mean, my God, this is awful. We thought freaking Mullen was bad at recruiting. Let's go back to our bump class for a second. <laughs> we had one, two, three, four top one hundred players. Can we? Can Five. we pause? Yes. I need to go some get some real quick. I don't want you to just talk to yourself. I'll talk to myself. All right. I'll fucking do it. Um, one, two, three, four, top 100 players. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten players ranked in the top 220. FSU has zero. So our bump class, that'd be 2019, right? Yeah, I just went through the whole thing. We had ten players higher, ranked higher than their highest ranked player in their bump class. Yikes. That is a big yikes. Uh, yeah, so Mike Norvell, you can stay there as long as you'd like. Um, honestly, wouldn't it be it'd be really funny if you went over to Arizona. Like, see it? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like peace, I'm out. They, they fired uh, Kevin Sullivan, and Kevin then Kevin, how? Right? And then and then and then it'd just be glorious. They'll just go ahead and hire Dion Sanders because now he has had a coaching experience. Oh my God, Dion, Neon Dion, that would be something. Uh, yeah, so Dion Jackson State is. Uh, that guy will will put in some effort recruiting, and he'll land some kids too. I wish I could see his class, but it doesn't show me it. Oh, they'll they'll have some articles about it. I'll send you something from the Clarion Ledger. Who did he still from UGA? That they Ledger. all got butthurt about. Uh, they got some corner. I can't remember who. Nobody I knew. But uh, it is very funny. Obviously, a guy that everybody wanted. Dijon Warren. Does that sound about right? Maybe. Yep. Dijon, his, he was a he's a JUCO guy though, junior college, um, and uh, he's highly rated at. Damn, what do you think? Jackson State actually has some players. <laughs> that's yeah. pretty. That's pretty. Uh, Jackson State has a player ranked higher than Florida State does. Jackson State is a better school than Florida State. It's it's a much more um, appetizing place to go play. I was like, if why? I, if I, I had a like, kid, I would send him to Jackson State. I was like, why State. would this guy go to Jackson State? And then I realized his dad is the quarterback. For any of you who haven't been to Jackson before, Jackson State is in downtown Jackson, uh, right outside, and it's a pretty rough area. Pretty rough area. Um, okay, so back to our class. Just last thought, uh, Dewan Black. Really excited about getting him in. I hope he makes it in. He is just an absolute stud athlete, I think. And I've uh, I've said this a few times. He could be like Isaiah Simmons over at Clemson. Kind of a linebacker, safety. He could play outside linebacker. He can just move all over the field. And he's not like – he's not the typical guy where like, oh, he's a tweener. No, this dude's just an athlete, and you want him everywhere. So just put him out there, and he will make it happen. Like, he, he could play all these positions and be awesome. He can be an awesome inside linebacker, outside, safety, whatever. So really excited about getting him out there. Yeah, I think uh, I think Black's going to be pretty good. So yeah, this um, we'll we'll have uh, we, we like to do our little superlatives post at yeah. the end. We'll get all the mods. We'll 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 give our thoughts on uh, top players, worst players, or maybe not. Like, maybe worst positions. We'll, once we see what happens with uh, with February and the final signings, and then we can obviously get into who could put a all-you-can-eat restaurant out of business. I'm thinking instead of a buffet, maybe we'll do like a pancake, all-you-can-eat pancake things because buffets are kind of 
taboo right now, right? Like that's bad. I saw a um a golden corral open. Though. You gotta was, be kidding was, me for for real. <laughs> yeah, it was packed too. It was like it was like it was like a full Jesus. parking lot. That is, you know, the people who go to Golden Corral, that it actually doesn't surprise me as much as it should. So, Tom. So, talk about the uh, the two players you think we have a chance with, Lee and Arnold. Tell us about I don't, them. I don't, I don't know how much we have a chance with them, but uh, we seem to pull out kind of um, a surprise to me every single year at the end. Uh, Tristan Lee is one of the top offensive tackles in the country. Uh, we check a lot of boxes for him. He has some connections to the state of Florida, um, the area. So it's a place that he could easily play and start pretty quickly. So that's a, the good. The bad is we have John Hevesy recruiting him. Um, maybe he likes Hevesy. I don't know. I I just can't buy into us ever landing a five-star offensive line with Hevesy recruiting him. So I'm going to assume we miss him. Okay. Uh, Arnold is an elite safety. He has Alabama and Georgia after him. And since we signed so many safeties and since we are going head to head against Alabama and Georgia, I'm going to give you the same answer I gave with uh, <laughs> Lee. And I do not expect to land him either. Especially when I go and look and in Alabama, he's being recruited by South and Syria and Charles Kelly, both do good recruiters, right? Georgia, he's being recruited by Charlton Warren. We all know him. And our recruiter is the legendary. Wait for it. Ron English. God, that guy needs to be fired yesterday. The greater Greg Nord. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what an intro. All right, Toph, I did, I did an intro. I hope it's good. If not, then you'll have to re-intro it. I ah. will not be editing any of this. This is going oh. up as it aired. Jesus. Dude, you have no <laughs> idea what you're getting into. <laughs> you have no idea. If I wasn't here, it didn't happen. All right. Well, <laughs> say that. Say that to whoever's suffering on the listening end. Your ear holes are bleeding. That's, that's not my job to worry about those people. Are you like deep throating your microphone right now, Tove? Um, no. Is that sound? <laughs> is that better? That's better. Yeah. yeah. Before it sounded like absolute garbage. Now it sounded like, like... Sound like the Darth Vader equivalent of you. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm not using my usual microphone, so it's probably going to sound shitty. This is be- is way better. It's way better. Okay. I, I mean, Darth Vader Toth is cool, but it's like the the less scary version, like not intimidating at all. So <laughs> it's not what you want. Uh, uh, so I think Jesus. we I think we just finished our recruiting discussion. I don't want to get too much into it. We'll have some posts coming up eventually. Did you Did you talk about Javante Gardner? We did. Yeah, we we I got into Dion. You got any thoughts on that? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> I started. I started getting into what Jackson State's like in the area, and I decided, you know what, I'm just going to not get down this path, and I'm going to try and steer the conversation elsewhere. Oh wait, sort of par for the course for what I expect. Yeah. Tof, did you have any thoughts on us losing to a sub 500 team at home with 54 scholarship players? Yeah, it's because our fans are entitled. <laughs> <laughs> It's you. You don't understand. It's it's unreasonable expectations. It is disgusting how much our fan base ruins our ability to win a championship. Yeah, recruiting, coaching, we just drive everybody off. Completely, am, agree. Um, th- this entitlement really needs to. And it's not. I mean, I would say it's just our fans, and it really is. But it's also the people today too. It's just uh, it's a whole nationwide epidemic of entitlement. That culminates at the University of Florida. Yep. Well said. Yep. All right. Uh, do we do? Do you have picks up, Tof? I don't know who we picked it last time. Yeah, I've got them. Uh, I don't have any of the <laughs> we were scores. Really, we were really hoping you had them because we didn't. Yeah. This is. Um, wow. We like really rely on you. We'd be fucked without you, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm not sure we'd survive. Here, I'll pull. I'll pull up the scores from last week if you want to tell us who we who we got. Okay. Cool. This team. Uh, well, we all missed on on. Uh, oh wait, no, we didn't. No, we all we all made no, money. Man, I hit on, on that. We all made money on LSU. Oh, all right. picked LSU to cover twenty three and a half. Woo! Big winners here. Hell yeah! Make, makes it all worth it. Um. Uh, Bama and Arkansas. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't think that uh, Arkansas over thirty two play worked out for me. 
<laughs> what that what that score end up being? Fifty two to three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, didn't quite right. hit on that one. As I've said a couple times for Bama games this year, that's three more points than I expected from Arkansas. Congratulations to you guys. Um, uh, Georgia and Missouri. Uh, Georgia was thirteen point favorites. Georgia won forty nine to fourteen. I lost that one. Yeah, that's that's a loss for me and you, and a win for Zlat. The only non-Georgia fan here. Yeah. Uh huh. Sure. Whatever you need to tell yourself. Uh, Tennessee and Vandy. Tennessee was favored by 15. Um, Tennessee was favored by 15, and the score was 42-17. Jesus. Uh, we all took a loss on Vandy then. That was more of a hopeful pick for all of us, right? Like, we were just kind of like hoping. Kind of just hoping that Vanderbilt would do something, yeah. Yeah, I guess. And, and I thought they would because they were tied going in the second quarter, and I was like, hell yeah, Vanderbilt, let's go. And then Tennessee just ran the score up. Um, Auburn and Mississippi State. Auburn was six and a half point favorites, and we were we were all on Mississippi State, twenty four to ten. Jesus, what was the Auburn score? I don't have I don't have a win yet. That's not good, man. UNC and Miami. Miami <laughs> was three and a half point favorites. Uh huh. <laughs> the score was sixty two twenty six North Carolina. <laughs> wait, wait, who 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 covered? <laughs> Someone do the math for me. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's a win for me. It's a win for you, Hammer. Not a win for Zlat. Indiana and Purdue. Did that uh, game go? No, it didn't. Okay. Um, we were all on Indiana. They it's they would have covered eleven. Um, yep. Oregon and Washington. Did that game go? Uh, I don't see it anywhere. Why the fuck am I not seeing it? Because it didn't go. What the fuck, ESPN? No, the only game no, that I see canceled. is men's basketball. Should we use the men's basketball score instead? <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> we were all on Washington to keep it within six. Does that give us a win? Yeah, yeah, we all won. Uh, all Oregon right, won yeah. the game 74-71, so we all covered. We're good. Right, That's yep. a win. Chalking that one up. Um, Florida State and Duke. Florida State favored by five. Ugh. <sighs> I hate this one. Florida State won 56-35. Uh, congrats to Zlat on that God. one. Well, that means I'm not picking them again. It was working for a while. Uh, USC and UCLA. USC was favored by three. Son uh, of a bitch. <laughs> USC won 43 This fucking game. UCLA had it. I, I think Chip Kelly might get fired. Hammer, you were the only one on USC. Yeah. Uh, Army and Navy. Army by six and a half. And the Army won 15 to zero. Yeah, all right. So that's a win for me and you, Hammer. That's that's it. That's all I've got from last week. You should look at this stat line, man. One for one for 28 yards passing, and then 17 carries for 109 yards, and then one reception for 28 yards, 15 to zero final score. That sounds horrendous. That's yeah. a real football game right there. Back yeah. in my day, that's how we played football. That's like Muschamp's wet dream <laughs> for either team. Like He would have been happy with either team's performance there. <laughs> Maybe he should coach at a service academy. You know, he'd fit in really well. That's he actually should, yeah. a really good idea. I'm completely he serious here. Yeah. All, right. All right. We ready We ready to sacrifice our bodies in the, in the doing, name of picks? Are we doing just top 25 this week? We're doing everything. I mean, we can't um, do everything. There's a lot of games. I so mean, yeah, there's a ton of games. All right. Well, Vanderbilt and Georgia we'll just, got canceled. Let's just pick our good ones. All right. How about we just do the, all the SEC and we'll do the championship games? Yeah, that works for me. Um, so we got Texas A&M and Tennessee. Texas A&M, it's at Tennessee. Texas A&M is favored by 14. Hmm. This this free money, I'll take A&M. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, me too. I'm going to take A&M. Kind of surprised it's not in the 20s. All right. And then we got Ole Miss and LSU. Ugh. At LSU, Mississippi is favored by two and a half points. Ole Miss is going to win this by 30, and it's going to make me feel so much worse. <laughs> so I guess you're picking Ole Miss? Yeah. Yeah, this is a letdown game for LSU. They they used it all up on us. Uh, I'm going to jump on LSU because uh, Ole Miss is down uh, both the big-time receiver and the big-time tight end opted out. And uh, I think they're down like two or three starting offensive linemen. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go with LSU as well. 
Are the offensive linemen just sitting out? I think they're uh, injured or COVID. COVID, it makes sense, because I saw I saw a few of them after the game. Uh, the last game I was at, they were fine. They were walking around, laughing, jumping around. So COVID makes sense. Yeah. Anyways. All right, this one's going to be horrible. We got Missouri at Mississippi State. Missouri is favored by one. Gross. Wow. I'll take Missouri. I don't really yeah. have a reason. It's just I don't think Mississippi State is very good. And Missouri is slightly less not good. Yeah. Uh, boy, I wish I had my library card. This is a library card game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can you do a mental library card? Here, just like pick a number one or two, and I'm going to assign it to uh, to one of them. No, uh, hold on. Okay, I, you, you got this. I, I'll, uh, I'll, I okay, I got you. my phone. I got my phone. I'll flip my oh, phone. <laughs> Smash that shit <laughs> on the ground. Don't do it on the pavement. <laughs> All right. Uh, heads is Mizzou. It's heads, Mizzou. Wait, which which side of the phone's the head side? The face. I guess that makes sense. Okay, we'll go with it. Right. I'm gonna go with Mississippi State. All right, and then I guess we're gonna pick uh, the only other SEC game is Alabama and Florida in the SEC championship. Let's save that for last. Wait, did All we already right. pick? Did we already make our score picks? We already made a score prediction, but uh, you know, it's if we're doing two this week, we might as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do a pick. I'm not even going to pay attention to my score. I'm just going to – this right. is my less down feeling right here. Okay, we can yeah. do it now or whenever. What do you guys want to do? Let's do it now. Um, yeah, I'm feeling better. You know, it's we 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 purged our, our negative feelings and our unhappiness on Monday. And uh, I'm feeling quite a bit more positive. So um, the line is Alabama 17. Okay, even, I'm gonna give us another touchdown. Um, I'm gonna give us fifty-six to forty-five. Still a loss, but I think we cover. I think seventeen lets us cover in the end. Okay, I'm picking Florida as well. Um, I feel wait, wait, we're we're all on Florida. Jeez, this is really bad. I feel significantly better about this game now because I feel like the guys might actually fucking try now since there's a, actually a chance they can make the playoffs. <laughs> Whereas, like going in, going into the cultural playoff like selection show, I was like, God, our guys are gonna get. It's gonna be like a, like a that meme that Gary hates with that chick sitting on the couch. Like that's what's gonna happen to us. Um, and is that not just the funniest shit ever? That we're is. we're like right on the border of the playoffs. This is hilarious. To yeah, me. Like, and if we win, we somehow have a chance to make it. Like some other things have to happen. But now there's a chance. People are know? just trying so hard to talk themselves out of it. They're like, there's no way. And they try to explain it. But we all know deep down that if we win, we might be in. And it's they, really funny. They, they wouldn't put us at seven because they, they don't want Cincinnati to make it so bad that they're like, fuck it. We'll put a two-loss Florida in before we put Cincinnati in. You know what my favorite argument is? Where they're like, oh, well, they did it for ratings as if the SEC championship game is going to have lower or higher ratings yeah. based on Florida and, being and like as, seven as it, And as if the number one team in the country is going to look worse gang raping a 13 team or a number seven team. Like, like what a stupid fucking argument. If you said that argument, you're fucking stupid. Okay. Yeah. Maybe not, but maybe not, but it's a bad <laughs> argument. <laughs> God damn it. Like I'm the worst about alienating everybody. I love you all. You're not stupid. You're all very smart people. And you're, and you know what, if you made that argument, we're all entitled to our dumbass opinions. So, you know, yeah, yeah. There's that awkward pause right there. <laughs> I love when I like go on my my random rant and then I stop talking and you're all just like silent, <laughs> like no laughter, no words. Or like I can't say anything to that. What the hell do I go? Where do I go from there? It makes me feel good. We've been right. we've it's we lost to LSU because we were secretly game planning for round one of the playoffs. We knew that win or lose yeah. that we were in because we were going to be Bama. Mullen's playing seven D Chinese checkers. Yep. All right, so we got the Pac-12 championship game, Oregon and USC. USC is favored by three, but no fans Oregon, are allowed in the stadium. Oregon's in it, but they didn't they lose like half their games. But whoever else was supposed to play them it, has yeah. COVID now. I think it's it Washington. was supposed to be Washington. Yeah. What a stupid fucking conference! Jesus, yeah. um, that's a waste of a conference. <laughs> Well, the three fans we had in California aren't going to listen to us now, Zlat. <laughs> Do you have okay anything else you want to say? Anything else you want to alienate at this point in the game? You, you need to apologize to Ronnie Powell's family. <laughs> There's a few more games. We'll uh, we'll see what else happens. 
Jesus, I don't know. Uh, I've watched a cumulative like 10 minutes of those two teams this year. I guess USC, because they just keep finding a way, you know? Yeah. Do you think, you guys think Hilton's going to get fired after going 6-0 and and winning the Pac-12? No. Nah. Like, there's no, no way. Not unless yeah. Urban wants in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got I got to go USC here. Oregon, uh, Cristobal just got his contract right. Like yep. he's set. He can he can lose fucking twelve games next year. It'd be just fine. Cool. Yeah, I'm going USC as well. All right, and then we got the Big Ten championship game, which may or may not be played now because Ohio State has COVID. Um, we should does Ohio State sit out if uh, if they don't play? I don't, I think if Ohio State doesn't play this, and the fact that it's like twenty-one day rule or some shit, and I don't know, I don't. I think if they, I think, shouldn't it be Indiana? Is what I'm getting at. I don't know if they'll do that, but maybe they will. I don't. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. I don't. I really don't think Ohio State makes the playoffs if they have to sit out another game because of COVID and don't win the Big Ten. Like it's already kind of like we're kind of making an exception to a lot of bullshit for you already. You gotta at least like give us something, and because who was it? Someone said something the other day. Um, was it? I think it was was it? It was actually today. I don't know if it was the Pac-12. I was like Clay Helton or so, or no, it was Iowa State's coach who was like, "Yeah, we uh, we won as many games as they've played all season," and you know, like or something crazy. And I'm like, "Yeah, everyone is kind of seeing the bullshit that with Ohio State." So I don't know. We'll see. But right now it's Ohio State, Northwestern. Ohio State is favored by twenty. Yeah, if they play, Ohio State will cover that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay. You guys want to predict the uh, – actually, we can't because we don't know if Indiana is going to play or not. So, all right, so let's do Slad Ohio State. I'm going to go with the or, I'm gonna go with the, the purple nerds. I'm going to pick uh, Northwestern to cover. You don't believe that? Yeah, I do. There's no way you actually think that's going to happen. Oh, I blacked. Okay, well, I did it, so can't, can't go back now. It's time. <laughs> it's already <laughs> All right, the Dr. Pepper Big 12 Championship game. We got Oklahoma and Iowa State. Oklahoma is favored by five and a half points. God, who the fuck cares about these teams? This okay. is really difficult because, like, everything here says Oklahoma because they're playing so much better than they were at the beginning of the season. And... It's and Iowa State beat them earlier in the season. Correct? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. And it's you know I, I everything says Oklahoma here, except that in five years Oklahoma has never covered against Iowa State since Matt Campbell has been at Iowa State. They have never covered not one time. <sighs> All right. Well, this is the first time. I'm I'm gonna pick Oklahoma. <laughs> I think they're gonna do it. I haven't right. learned. Oklahoma to be hurt again. Okay. How long has Matt Campbell been there? Since seventeen. Matt, Matt Campbell's been there for a while. Five or six years. Matt Campbell's a good coach. I'm surprised he hasn't been poached yet. He has been there for this is his fifth year, and he is 34 and 27. So he started in 2015. Is that or 16, 2016 was his first season? Yeah. So, the dude's got an overall sixty-nine and forty-two record. Nice. In yeah. four seasons, he has lost his final Big Twelve game three times. That's a random stat that doesn't really matter at all. <laughs> but we're gonna go with it because it is a stat. It is a fact. It is undeniable fact. Um, yeah, and I'm a big proponent of teams getting rematches, especially teams that are like stacked with talent, winning. So I got Oklahoma. I'm going to go with Iowa State. That's probably the smart call. Statistically, <laughs> that is the smart call. But as we know, I'm not a smart person. Yeah. All right. Sun Belt Conference Championship game. We got Louisiana, number 19 Louisiana, by the way, against number 12 Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina is only favored by three. Who? Why are these teams ranked? Well, Louisiana is ranked because they beat Iowa State. Yeah, and they're uh, nine and one. And Coastal Carolina is eleven zero. I'm gonna go Coastal. All right, give me the Cajuns. All right, I'm gonna go with uh, Coastal Carolina as well. I think they're gonna finish uh, their season, uh, at least their regular season, undefeated. 
All right. And then ACC, a game, ACC championship game, a game that I am very intrigued by this stat line for. Um, we got Clemson and Notre Dame. Clemson is favored by 10.5 points for some reason. They should be favored by more. Really? I think Notre Dame's a better team. Hmm. Hmm. I'll let you go first then, Hammer. I'm going to pick uh, Notre Dame to cover. You got them winning outright? Yeah. Also, I kind of want them to win outright. Like, we kind of need them to win outright. So, um, if we want. I don't know. Well, here's the thing. If we beat Alabama and a Clemson somehow wins, I don't think that. I think Notre Dame and Clemson are pretty much a lock for the playoffs if Clemson beats Notre Dame. I don't think Clemson's a lock, though, if they lose. What, what, sorry, what was the number we're picking us at? 10 and a half. 10 and a half. Clemson. Okay, I have an issue here because I think Clemson dominates the game, but I think that they know they just need to win to make the playoffs, and they're not going to just – they don't need to run up the score like Ohio State would need to. So that's why that 10.5 mark is a real iffy thing because, like, once they get up three scores, they might, you know, give up some garbage time or just not care anymore. Mm. Yeah, I'm going through a similar thought process. Uh, I'm going to go Notre Dame. All right, well, just to to mix it up, uh, I got Clemson winning big. And – on top of that, here's my other hot take, is that if Notre Dame loses, they will not make the playoffs. Wow. Interesting. Hot take. That's spicy. Um, That's very spicy. Now, th- th- this comes with a caveat that I'm expecting us to beat Alabama, obviously. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, well, we, got sure. two, we got two more, and then we're done with championship games. All right. We got Mountain West Championship, Boise State and San Jose State. Boise when you State. said championship games, I thought you meant like actual championship games and not this shit. Zach, why do you have to be Damn. so... Wow. Like, <laughs> this, is, this isn't directed at you. This is directed at the, the people who like to watch like Japanese football and start to mock, like you know, talk about all that. It's, yeah. this, this is just me taking out my anger on uh, people who dress up like pirates as grown men. That's all. <laughs> Subtle. Boy, I wonder okay. who you're talking about. <laughs> all right. Well, San Jose State's undefeated. And but Boise State's favored by six and a half. Uh, Give me Boise. Boise. Yeah. All right, I want to take Boise as well. We got one more. This one's for you, Zlat. Your favorite. The American Athletic Conference Championship game. Oh, Tulsa yeah. versus Cincinnati. Cincinnati's uh, favored by 14 and a half. Damn, I don't like that line. 14 and a half? Ugh. It's at Cincinnati, and, and keep in mind it's cold as shit there. Tulsa, where's Tulsa's in Oklahoma though? It's kind of cold there too. Damn it! I was thinking they were yeah. More keep, south. keep in mind Cincinnati and Tulsa were supposed to meet in week four, then it got postponed, and they were supposed to week again last week, and then I got canceled because they're both in the championship game now. So, and Tulsa has looked like the like pretty much like pound for pound the second best team in the American Athletic all season. So, um. They're not like it's not shoeing. I don't think for Cincinnati, in my opinion. Uh, give me Cincinnati. All right. Actually, no, nope, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> give me Tulsa. All right. Zlat. I got Tulsa. Uh, Tulsa's played every game close this year, uh, and they they've played more recently. Cincinnati's taking some time off and okay. yeah, Tulsa. Well, I can't, I can't, I can't do that. I'm going to pick Cincinnati then. All right. That's a big spread for a conference championship game, especially when Tulsa, their only loss is Oklahoma state. Like, well, you guys didn't balk at Ohio state's 20 point spread over Northwestern in a championship game. Because Ohio state's going to fucking rape Northwestern. If they actually play, like that's not even a question. Ohio state's actually good. <laughs> Okay, um, we doing uh, we doing Air Force and Army. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me the under. <laughs> okay, so you're going Army. Got it. Somehow Air Force is favored by three. Wow, that's crazy. So wait, y'all y'all took Navy last time against Army? No, I took Army. You took I Army. Think I was on Army. Yeah, yeah you were because whatever, whatever you took, I took the yeah. opposite. I took Navy last time, and that let me down. Uh, all right. Well, I will. I will uh, avenge my mistake. I will not go against Army again. Okay. So, if you got Air Force, and I'll take Army. 
No, I don't want Air Force. Give it's me Army. Okay. All right. He tried. Okay, I will save this as a... Uh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. We got one more game. Last one. Okay. We have Florida State at Wake Forest. Oh, my God. Why are they playing this? <laughs> this is on This is on ACC Network at 11 a.m. on Saturday uh, in conjunction with Texas A&M, Tennessee, Northwestern 12, Ohio State. 12 p.m. Eastern for the people who are actually on the real time zone. Yeah, who... who Follows that time though, and then Oklahoma, Iowa State. So going against the Big Ten and Big Twelve championship, and of course the SEC game of the week that isn't Florida, Alabama. Um, yeah, I don't have a spread here, so someone's gonna have to help me out here. Spread oh, there the, it is. Wake Forest uh, six and a half. Give me Wake. All right. Yep, I got Wake. Okay, I got. I'm gonna pick Wake too. Yeah, they're competently coached, and that's hard to come by sometimes. What's their record? Wake Forest four and four. Yeah, they're Damn. four and four. Good for them. Um, they are on a two-game losing streak. Well, it ends now. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're in luck. Time to turn that shit around. <laughs> All right, picture locked in. All right, okay. So. I want to just really quick, and because I don't even have a lot of time, just casually laugh about that. Uh, where was that thing that was posted about um, that Auburn booster who, for like the last three years, has tried to undermine Malzahn to get Kevin Steele fired? One of the funniest things I've ever read. Yeah, Bobby Louder, I think is yeah. who that was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh I, can't, I can't find it anymore. I don't know which channel it was in on the Discord, um, but that was funny as shit. Did you see that, Zlat? I, I I saw that it happened. I haven't read it yet, though. It was like uh, like insiders reporting that um, a like the last twenty four hours in a hashtag stop the steal, but S T E L instead of uh, you know the the Trump hashtag um, trended on Twitter <laughs> that <laughs> for Kevin Steele to get uh, promoted as head coach, and apparently has been funded and and supported for the last three years by a Auburn booster um, has been pretty much shut down uh, inside. So I guess Kevin Steele is not the top candidate now to be the head coach at Auburn. That's good shit. I'll have to check that out. That's funny. Which then makes me think it's like, damn, did they, did they even really want to fire miles on? Or was this guy just like trying to fuck him over for the last three years? I don't know. Cause apparently this is a big time booster. So yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll accidentally hire someone competent. Just like Tennessee, right? Yeah. Oh, wait. I'll, 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 laugh, I'll laugh if they rehire Malzahn. It'd be unprecedented, but it'd be funny. So what happens there? Like, do you, you pay the buyout, and then you pay another salary on top of it? I guess so. Yeah. Or would you just, like, go back to paying your normal salary? Like, come back, just take your salary back? Would he go back? Like, at this point, there's no way. There's no way he'd I mean, go back. But it's just funny to think about like fuck, we didn't mean to fire you because this guy was like manipulating us. Uh, I mean I mean money money talks. So if they say, yeah. Hey, we'll give you two million dollars a year extra, he might say, Sure, why not? You can fire me in two years and I'll still get paid. But yeah, no, he's not, I mean obviously he won't go go back in, in real life, but it would be very entertaining. Yeah. Maybe they'll hire Deion Sanders. I guess now they have to reach out to Greg Shiano. I guess that's the next step. Joe Moorhead. I got to poach him from Oregon. Have they not gone after Hugh Freeze yet? No, apparently Hugh Freeze is uh, not going to be a candidate for them. Like over, I don't get over, it. over 50% of the boosters don't want the uh, the words they use was um, drama and darkness that follows him. <laughs> yeah, but he wins football games. God damn, these people are stupid. Those highs are pretty high. I got, I'm going to be real. Yeah, uh-huh. like like he could realistically probably compete against Saban. Like he's one of the few coaches I think just has the the weirdness to him. I don't know if that's the right word, but just I don't know. He, he gave Saban, Saban a physical miss, so yeah, he beat him twice on the field and plenty of times off the field too in recruiting. So mm-hmm. he's done it before. Let's just go after Lane Kiffin. Just fuck it, pull him from Ole Miss. I mean, everybody wants Lane right now. I don't know why he hasn't really done much, but you know that's kind of what he does, right? Fell up. Yeah, Lane Kiffin is like a master of that. He's a coach's son. We went over that last time. Mm. All right, anything else? Do we have other stuff we want to cover, or are we wrapping up and 
get into our review it. What are your guys' opinions on uh, South Carolina's coach, like not doing anything involving recruiting and trying to fill up Oklahoma for their Big Ten, Big Twelve <coughs> championship game, and now they have like a hundred and fifth ranked recruiting class? Topher, are you just like raising your hand repeatedly right now? Yeah, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I saw this flashing light. I looked down. I was like, "Is this Toph having a? Is he having a seizure? Or like, does he need help?" <laughs> um, I, I'm going to be real. I wasn't even listening to Hammer's question. I was staring so hard at the hand. <laughs> I said, "How do you guys feel about Shane Beamer uh, not really being the coach and helping Oklahoma prep for?" the Big 12 championship game and the postseason rather than going and recruiting before early signing day. And now South Carolina has the 107th ranked recruiting class in the country. They'd have been like and that anyway. They're yeah, last it, place in the SEC. Uh, I don't think it makes a difference. His, his job I, this year is to go in there, hit the portal for like 15 players, and then recruit next year. I mean, yeah. maybe. But like it's, it's a bad look, though, I think. It's like, fuck. Like, yeah, I mean, I can see it being a bad look. It's just... I saw this earlier. Muschamp just like burns places on the way down. Like he salts yeah. the earth. He tells them like was the, the next was, guy fucking sucks. Don't go here. Yeah, it was the same thing with us. I mean, we were like whatever. I mean, I, you know, some of that was on McElwain being a shitty recruiter because he had two months. But um, you know, it was the same thing. We were like 120th in the country going into signing day. Like he he makes sure he's like oh you fire me I'm like you fucking regret this I'm gonna tell all these kids <laughs> <laughs> this, this, I'm gonna tell you all the dirty secrets this school has <laughs> dude even Vanderbilt has a better class than they do well that's exciting Vanderbilt has the 48th ranked class yeah wow. I guess Some that makes of- sense I mean if you're deciding to go to Vanderbilt you're you already made that decision you weren't deciding to go there for football hold on hold on I'm like twenty four seven won't even load the page that South Carolina is on. Army's That's got a Muschamp again. Muschamp got two four seven working against them too. Navy, Liberty, Massachusetts, Charlotte. Like I can name a bunch of shitty teams. Georgia State, FIU, all have higher ranked recruiting classes than South. That's bad, bad. But yeah, I see what you guys mean. He's probably gonna have to hit the portal pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. that's just that's the, probably the way the new. Honestly, that's what new head coaches should be doing at this point. All the yeah. other classes are established. Take who you can get. If you can't get them, just go. Snack the highest ranked player is 629th in the country. Yeah, that sounds right. Damn. Well, they're going to be bad next year. All right, on that note, should we wrap up? Yeah, we can. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, review it. And, review it. Uh, um, review it. Yeah, I guess that's <laughs> it. I guess we'll see you guys on the other side of the ACC championship game. Maybe it'll be a Gator win. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be fun. There's, right, gonna be, there's, there's only going to be two. There's going to be one of either two types of pods after that game. <laughs> Let you guys guess what those will be. So, um, so yeah, stay tuned for next week. Go Gators! Go Gators! Go Gators. <laughs>